Hello and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope everyone is doing good and I am recording this all the way from Dubai, baby. We are in Dubai at the moment. I am in Dubai on a business trip and it has been nothing but amazing, amazing, amazing so far. Um, if this audio doesn't sound quite as good as normal, by the way, it's because I haven't brought my like proper mics with me. So we just have to do with the old, the old MacBook uh, standard, standard microphone, which to be fair... Apple products, their basic stuff's not too shabby, but I do apologize if it's not the usual quality. But yes, I'm out in Dubai. I'm actually sat in my little Airbnb right now. Uh, today's Tuesday, so it's been a pretty mad few days. So just to run you into run you into speed, fill you into speed, get you up, get you up to speed. That's what we want to say, isn't it? Get you up to speed. I landed on Thursday morning. On Thursday, what was it? Thursday. I think we went and trained in Benus. No, I didn't on Thursday. I went to the mall on Thursday. And then on the Friday, we went to Benus Gym, which is like a really cool bodybuilding gym out here, which is just insane. And we had a social with all of the other people in the business mastermind that I'm a part of. Uh, we went out to this place in the desert, which was pretty cool. Just a crazy late night. If you know me, I like to go to bed at like 10 o'clock. And well, earlier than that, actually nine. We didn't get home till half one. So nuts and then the whole weekend was just the event just masterminding learning um it's been incredible and in between that we've been um just doing things around Dubai so we went to a place called Zero Gravity which is kind of like a beach club yesterday uh, we've been going to gyms um just exploring it's been it's been really good fun really good fun and I've had an absolutely amazing time so far and not just from the event itself, but speaking to the people I'm with. So a group of other coaches who are just um, absolutely incredible girls who are now some of my best friends in the world. And it's just amazing. My mindset and just energy and motivation is just gone through the roof. Like prior to this little trip, I was, I was so, you know, I love my job. I love what I do, but I just wasn't feeling this like power and va boom and excitement and enthusiasm that I normally have. And I, I don't really know why. And I guess it's down to the power of environment, you know, being here and surrounded by people and learning and listening. I'm just so fired up and so goddamn excited as, as to what is to come for myself and my business and just thinking about what's possible. It's just been so uplifting and so motivating. And I wanted to talk to you guys about the power of environment today and how it can really massively influence your success. I was totally inspired to do this by how I'm feeling right now. And I really want to relate this more to weight loss and just general fitness goals rather than like business or work success. And everything that I say, you can, of course, apply to it. But I really want to put this, make this really context specific for you guys in how you can set up your environment to get the best results possible. Now, the choices and actions and behaviors that we make every single day are impacted by two things who is around us and what is around us. So for example, right, if you were in living on your own, never really socialized, were not near any sort of shops or restaurants or bars, you will be less likely to drink alcohol than someone who is surrounded by people who always go to the pub after work and you always go with them because you don't want to be the only colleague going and it's it's easier to say yes than no and obviously it's easier to say yes you don't want to be the outsider not drinking to other people so you're more likely to do that behavior 
because of that. And the more often we do a behavior, the more often we repeat a behavior, it then becomes a habit and it feels like the norm. So I want to basically today talk to you about how it is that we can actually change our behavior and by simply what is around us to, to get success in what it is that we want to do. Now, you need to consider two environments. So when people think of environment, you can typically think of two things. You can think of people and you can think places. And it, it kind of is both. You've got internal and external environments, and both of them are just, just as powerful and important as each other when it comes to success with weight loss or success with building muscle or just being all around a healthier, fitter human. So your internal environment is very much you. So it's your habits, it's your belief, it's what's going on internally, whereas your external is literally the physical environment around you. So I want to start with the external because that's probably the easiest one to change. And I guarantee there's something that I'm going to say about external environments that you can literally take from this podcast and go and implement today. And I would just don't procrastinate on it. Don't think, oh, that's a good idea. Literally, once you've stopped listening to it, go and freaking do it. So the first and one that's a really important one is probably like your kitchen area, because most people, when it comes to health and fitness, struggle with the diet more, more than anything else. So right now, if your kitchen cupboards and fridge and freezer are just loaded with processed shite, quite frankly, you just basically want to try and get rid of as much of it as possible, because if it's there, you are so much more likely to eat it. It's convenient. You're going to do it. I'm not saying get rid of everything. I'm not saying get rid of absolutely every single food you love, but just audit your food covers and fridge and freezer and think how much of that is shite and how much of that is making life harder for myself. I get that there's probably going to be people in your household if you have a busy household, your partner's maybe not wanting to diet, you've got kids. I remember when we were kids and my mum used to go on these like health kicks and like we'd open the cupboards to go get a bag of crisps or a biscuit and there'd be nothing. We're like, oh, okay. And we weren't happy. We kicked off pretty bad. And there'll probably be people in your house that want to do that. So in that case, just put all of those things right at the back of the fridge or freezer. So it's just not as easily accessible. It's harder for you to get it. And just start to replace it full of healthy foods, full of foods which are good for you and nourish you. Because if you want to eat healthy, you want to lose weight by clicking down on food that's stopping you losing weight because you tend to overeat on it. Having more food that is healthy available, you're going to be more likely to do it. It's kind of obvious. And a really big tip that I give my clients and I can give to any of you guys is a lot of the processed foods that we snack on, the reason that we do it is because it's so easy, right? Imagine if every single like, you know, snacky food, junk food, you know, ice creams and cookies and just things that are easy to grab and go, right? Um, You had to like prep it and chop and cook and air fry and all that shit. You, you wouldn't do it. But with like a healthy meal or like a snack, you've actually got like a chopping board out and it was defrost it's just effort so see if you can get things in that still have the element of ease and convenience so snacks like lower calorie cereal bars pieces of fruit protein bars things rice cakes things like that have things in so if you do want to make a dinner and just cannot be fucked to cook because i can i can never be bothered to cook things like you know pre-done microwave rice even you know from time to time just grab like some of those lower calorie ready meals or you know pre-done salads and stuff because it just makes life so much easier for you and have the things around so you can cook and you know meal prep, have you know Tupperware, have chopping boards and all the things that you do actually need in order to do it. If things are readily available, you are more likely to do it. Think Amazon Prime, because you can get that thing tomorrow, you are more likely to actually just use Amazon rather than another delivery service because it's going to come super, super quick. The next one is workspace. Now, workspace is a big pitfall for a lot of people because when they're just sat at work and they're just you know, just married to a desk, 
they tend to like snack and mindlessly do it. So think, do you actually have like, a, I know loads of people who have snack drawers at work or um, if they're working from home, they will literally snack like right next to like the biscuit tin or something. Oh, they will snack next to the biscuit tin. They'll work next to the biscuit tin or they'll work where they can go and just grab a biscuit or a chocolate. Do you rely on like the vending machine or the shop or, you know, the little cafe at work to grab a snack? Do you not bring anything with you? Again, all of these things are just going to make life harder for yourself. Having a snack drawer full of shite, you're probably going to dive into it. Not bringing a snack, you're going to get hungry at work. You're going to then go down to the shop where they've only got chocolate bars and crisps and, and, and muffins and things like that. Bring your own snacks to work. Bring your own healthy things because, again, if it's there, you can have it. It's easier than having to walk to the shop or walk to the vending machine. Get rid of your fucking snack drawer at work because it's only literally tempting the hell out of you. And another thing is water. People don't drink enough water and they don't like stick it right in front of them. So I'm sat right now on a table and right next to me is my water. So it's only a small bottle because it's one of the ones that came with the flat. Like they gave me a few little bottles of water, which was cute. But at home, I sit with a big fuck off water bottle or glass of water, like right in front of me, because if it's right in front of me, I'm not going to like not drink it because I probably would have to like knock it over to like type and stuff. So making it super, you know, reminding yourself like it's right there in front of you is going to remind you to do it. The next one is the bedroom. Now, people don't put enough effort and emphasis on their sleep. Emphasis. Emphasis. One day. One day, Lucy, you will do a podcast and you will not like stumble your words. But people don't put enough emphasis on the power of sleep and how a good night's sleep is going to help with weight loss. It's going to help with muscle building. It's going to help with just overall well-being. So what is your bedroom set up like? Like, is it really, really messy? Because if it's really messy, it's not going to be a relaxing environment. Do you like spend loads of time in your bedroom, like doing other things? Like, do you eat in there? Do you game in there? Do you do your workouts in there? I don't know. You want to keep your bedroom for two things, S and S. Sleep and sex, basically. I'm not saying you can't, you can't have sex with your partner in your bedroom. Like, that's just stupid. I'm not going down that route. But you basically draw associations with places and your body will start to change as a result. So, for example, right, think of somewhere you really hate going, like really hate. So, like maybe the dentist, the doctors, a job interview, right? You've created that association that that place is negative or scary. So, how do you feel when you go? You maybe start to feel your heart going up. You feel a bit anxious, you feel a bit sick, maybe a bit jittery. Because your body's like, your brain's telling you that this is a scary place and it's kind of, that's why it's manifesting in the physical symptoms. So you want that response to happen with sleep. You want your brain to go, ah, this is where I sleep. This is where I chill. So I'm going to make this human tired. And it will, if you have the right environment for it. So is your room dark? You know, do you have like good blackout lines or is the light coming in? Because the light, you know, the brain perceives light as I want to be awake. So it's not going to make you tired and sleepy. Is it a good temperature? Are you relaxed in there? Sound, sound sleep, but does it smell nice? Like all of these things will just make that room a good place to sleep and allow you to get good quality sleep each and every single day. And the next one is like the gym and how you exercise and where you exercise. So if you don't actually like the gym or the place that you go and work out in, you're not going to freaking go. Like I've moved gyms multiple times and I actually go to a gym that is probably a bit further away than it, it, I need it to be. I've got maybe five, six, seven gyms closer that I could go to but I don't like them. I'm not motivated to go there. I just don't want to be there. Whereas I love my gym. So it's worth that effort to go there. I had a client who was like convinced that she hated the gym, but it turns out she just hated her gym and moving to a different gym. She absolutely fell in love with it because she just loved, loved, loved the environment and being there. 
Because right now you're literally dragging yourself to the gym and you do not feel comfortable there. I'd honestly recommend just going and exploring and seeing if you can find somewhere else to train where you just feel better and happier and more enthused being there. And if you work out from home, do you have a set space where you train or do you just train like in the middle of your living room? One tip that I can give, and I learned this in lockdown, is that when you do train at home, have a set space. And even if you just have to move a few bits of furniture around, even if it's not to like make space, just do it because it creates a different environment. Because if you're doing it where you normally eat, where you normally sleep, where you normally chill out, you're going to associate it with that. So a lot of people train in their living rooms, right? And what is a living room? A living room is a space to just chill out and zen out. So when you're going in there, your brain's kind of telling you that this is where I chill, which is why sometimes it's really freaking hard to motivate yourself to train there. Whereas if you maybe just moved some sofas around, put on some different music, even change something with the lighting, I know it sounds silly, you can then create the association that is where I train and you're going to be more enthused and energized in order to do it. So those are just a handful of probably some of the biggest external things that you can do in your environment to set it up for success. Now, moving on to internal and internal is basically a collection of your habits, your mindset and your belief. And this is the one that is hardest to change, but probably the most important and the best one to change. And I think I've done podcasts on habit shifting and changing. So if you want to go into the deeper psychology of that, I'd 100% go back. And if I haven't, please call me out on that and I will I will do one for sure. But just to basically give you like a really brief understanding of what a habit is and so that you could order to break it, a habit is basically formed by a sequence of events. So like I said earlier, the behaviors that we have are repeated because of our environment and then it becomes a habit. So a habit is caused by a cue, which leads to routine, which leads to reward. And it's basically like a, a feedback loop. So for example, you could have the cue of I have a, had a really stressful day at work or a really bad day. The routine is that when you've had a really stressful day, you go and grab a glass of wine and a biscuit. And the reward is that even though it's going against your health and fitness goals, it offsets that negative emotion temporarily. And then you're just basically stuck in this cycle of whenever you have that cue, you then have the routine and the reward. And the reward is the thing that is makes you feel good instantaneously, but goes against what it is you want to achieve. So the best way that you can break free from these negative habit loops that you're in is to replace because people will try and just like go cold turkey and say, well, you know, I'm just not going to have biscuits or just wine. But then you still have those cues and like your brain's telling you that I want to do something to get, you know, to then have the reward because I don't like, you know, I don't like the cue. I want the reward. So you need to replace it. And in order to replace it successfully, it has to be a multitude of things. It has to be obvious. It has to be easy, attractive and satisfying. So I'll give you an example, right, of evening snacking, right? Your cue is that after the end of a long day, you like to sit down on Netflix, watching some series with um, a load of like biscuits and snacky things because it makes you feel good because of the dopamine that comes from all of those snacky foods. So, you know, when people say like, oh, to stop snacking on an evening, just, you know, go and brush your teeth or something. I mean, yes, that's pretty easy to do, but is it attractive and satisfying to brush your teeth? Is it? Like, it's really not. So something that you could do instead is you could, um, you know, go and make yourself a cup of tea and have a lower calorie snack because it's obvious to go and get, you know, a cup of tea and a snack in the cupboard. It's easy, very easy to do. It's attractive because you still get to have a nice snack and it's satisfying because it tastes good and you still get to have that snack watching the TV. It could be that you go instead when you've had a really stressful day, you can go and run a bubble bath. So it's pretty obvious because it's already in your house. It's easy enough to run a bubble bath, right? It's attractive because bubble baths with all the shampoos and the 
nice smelling stuff is very attractive and nice and it feels good. So when you're trying to replace habits, just basically ask yourself these four questions. Is it obvious, easy, attractive and satisfying? And if it's not, you're not going to stick with it and you're not going to do it. And then with mindset and just belief systems, this really is heavily influenced by accountability and support and the people around you because people when it comes to fitness are not always going to be as supportive as you want them to be and that can really really have a heavy impact on on you and your beliefs and you know your motivation to keep doing it which is why having a really 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 powerful client community is so important to us because I get that a lot of the ladies that join us maybe don't have the most supportive partners or supportive colleagues or family you know, they, they maybe don't. And it makes it really, really, really freaking challenging to, to carry on when, you know, people saying, well, why are you eating that? Do you not just want a bit of that? People around you are just eating shite when you're trying to be really healthy. It does make it hard. But I like to bring an environment to my clients that allows them to have that support and motivation of people on the same journey in similar mindsets to keep them accountable, keep them going, and also just make them feel that they're not alone. Because being surrounded by like-minded people on similar paths inspires the hell out of you. You know, if I was surrounded by people on this trip who were very, you know, closed-minded, um, you know, oh, what's the point? Can't be bothered. I wouldn't be feeling motivated. Whereas I've been surrounded by people who just had this growth mindset of just seeing the sky as the freaking limit. And that has inspired the hell out of me to get a rocket up my backside and just implement things to just propel my business forward and make the experience for people working with myself even better than it already is. So do you have some sort of immediate environment that you can go to, whether that maybe is the people at home? And if you do have a really good support network at home, then that's fucking epic. Is it, you know, people at your gym? Is it a client community with your personal trainer or online coach? Do you have that? And if you don't, honestly, 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 signing up to something like coaching or being a part of some sort of community group is one of the best things. And honestly, it will literally change the game for you. I, I promise you that like tenfold. So that is it in summary, you know, I've gone through internal, I've gone through external environments and I hope I've been able to give you some little nuggets of information there that you can either think about, or especially with the external environment cues, go away and implement today to start yourself up for success. Because honestly, I promise you, if you can get your external and internal environment bang on the money, your success and progress is going to go through the fucking roof faster and better than it ever has before. As always, if you have found this helpful, I do appreciate a screenshot, a tag on your store, um, on your store on Instagram. So at Lucy underscore lift your life, you know, share this with a friend who you think might find it helpful. If you ever want to send me any DMs with you know podcast ideas or ask me any questions, please, 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 please do. And just off the back of my last point about client community and obviously getting the rocket on my backside, not quite literally, uh, to improve things, we are now opening up our doors next week. We wanted to close to work on some back-end systems and close with us both, me and Laura, having things going on in our lives, but we now are ready to rock and roll to take on new clients. And we've got so many cool things in the pipeline to not only just bring you a really awesome environment, but just to make your overall experience like so much better. So it's going to be freaking epic. So if you are interested, I'll leave our application form in the show notes. Over and out for this week. I'm going to love you and leave you. Have a lovely rest of your day and whatever it is that you're doing. I hope it is a fantastic, brilliant, amazing, wonderful day for yourself. And I bring you, I bring you, ah, I tried to run this podcast with such a motivational quote and I just fluffed it up. I'm just going to leave it with, have a nice day.